0: Hello, people. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, talking today about mental health. Let's call it psychopath and sociopath tests. Now, your kids, your relatives, your friends, people out there, they found about 5% of the population are psychopaths, about 5% of sociopaths. Together, that's about 9%. And you're saying, "Well, that should be 10%. Nah, some people are both. So, now there's a, as everything else in biology, there's a bell curve. Some people are more psychopath than others. Some are more sociopath than others. Now, the difference between the two. For our purposes, a sociopath doesn't care about society or others. A psychopath doesn't care about self. So, harming self is not a problem. So, people in prison, over half of the people in prison are psychopaths. Over half of the people in prison are sociopaths. Some are both. So, at a young age, you can test for this. Now, there's two different tests. To test for a sociopath, you set them down on a computer and you bill it as a memory test. You show them a picture, tell them to memorize as many items in that picture as possible. Then it goes away for 30 seconds. Then it comes back with a list of, let's say, 50 things. 25 were in the picture, 25 were not. And they do the test. Then the next picture, and then the next test, and the next picture, and the next test. And then you give them an emotional picture. Two different emotional pictures, at least, separated throughout the test. Let's say there's 20 pictures. One is a positive emotional picture, a child playing with puppies or something similar. And the next one, a very negative one, somebody laying on the ground with a broken leg and blood all over the place. Well, a sociopath will score just as high on those pictures as the other pictures, because everything is neutral to them. They don't care about the puppies, they don't care about the person with a broken leg. Now, a psychopath may care, may score lower on those pictures. A normal person is gonna score quite a bit lower on those pictures. Because they'll only see the puppies and the kid playing, and not the ball in the background, or the tree, or the bird flying by, or whatever. Now, a psychopath test, you wire them up like it's a lie detector test. And, if you remember the movies Ghostbuster, the first Ghostbuster movie, you take the Zener cards, the mind-reading cards, wavy line, square, etc., and you have them... Okay, I think it's an X. And you flip it over and it's a square. You wait 10 seconds or 5 seconds and you zap them. After a few zaps, when they guess wrong, they will know they're going to get zapped. So their heart rate will increase, their blood pressure increases, they start sweating. People fear punishment. Normal people do. But a psychopath doesn't. So that everything remains steady. So, you can test for psychopath and sociopath tendencies. Now, let's say you test them at a a junior high level or middle school level. And then gear them toward joining the military. Because our snipers that shoot people from hiding, it would be really good for them to be a sociopath. Because they don't care about their person they're shooting they won't have the psychological problems uh, psychopaths not caring about self sometimes when you're waiting to shoot someone you have to remain in the same position for two or three days and with no moving and ants crawling over you so not caring about self is also vitally important different jobs for different psychological Ways of being, so we can guide guide people toward the appropriate job based on their psychology. And the most caring people, you can guide toward certain he- like healthcare. Semi caring people, you could, well, like being a doctor. You got to cut open someone in order to help them. So it's a balancing act, and with these tests we can test the successful people in their fields and then test people in high school and find out which career path we should really encourage them to go toward. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, signing out.